Hallelujah. Ay, 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 ay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, all the preachers that have spoken, these great men of God, all of them are all coming here and standing on the edge. I'm always wondering if any of them is going to fall. But it's because we are men who operate on the edge. And we are always walking to the edge. I celebrate every grace here. Every grace here. I see you. I celebrate you. All the bishops, archbishops. We have an archbishop. We have bishops, pastors, teachers, apostles, evangelists. We are so... Which office did I forget? I said prophets. Or I didn't. We have prophets here. Let me see every prophet. God bless you. Every prophet that is here. Wow. Amen. I celebrate that. Mark Karaoke and Mom Joyce. Thank you for that wonderful. I chose to share my time with Dad Mark because I said the nation has got to hear from our father in proclaiming what will take place after this. So thank you for releasing that grace and our lives will never be the same again. To Apostle and Mama Kimani, God bless you. I salute you. Thank you. Words fail me in celebrating the grace over your life. Ha! I was telling somebody, I'm going to start speaking tongues differently. Kuna tongues ni mebeba kutoka hapa. Bishop Kefawamai, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Every prophet, every teacher. My brother, Pastor T. And your wonderful wife, thank you for blessing us the way you did. Hey, there's hope for this generation. Please, I, I'm, I'm unable to mention every name, but there's also a guest I want to recognize because we must give honor where honor is due. Pastor Dorcas, we celebrate you tonight. Thank you for being here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. So please allow me to to say my spiritual father and mother dad JB Masinde and mom Pasha Masinde thank you I am blessed because I walk under this grace amen to my beautiful wife Amanda and to every one of you to all the pastors of Ruach Assemblies I recognize you I salute you all, friends and brothers. God bless you. We'll read one scripture before you sit down, if you could kindly indulge me in Ephesians. I'll, I'll speak because I know we came 
that Mark has said tonight is the night we are going to be released. We are going to go. Even Jesus, when he was finishing, he said, now go. Tonight we go. And anything coming in between your going has been dealt with on this altar. Somebody shout, I must go. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15. Ephesians 1 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? Somebody say who believe. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked when he raised, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head of all things to the church. Somebody say to the church. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Father, may this word change us, rejuvenate us, renew us. And thank you for what we have witnessed here. As witnesses, we will now go and become witnesses to you after tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please have your blessed seats in Christ Jesus. Allow me to begin by asking, thanking you for your forbearance. Thanking you. There are very amazing people I have seen. Uh, we have people from different places all over the nations. Um, different countries are here, uh, different uh, people, not just from the clergy, but also from the government. We have judges, we have magistrates, we have senior police officers, we have uh, people from all cadre and walks. And I am just grateful for your humility, for bearing with us. Um, I must tell you, uh, clearly the tent marked our expectation. You can see where our faith had reached. This is, this is the Lord. This is the Lord. I, I put this announcement about 24, 25 days ago. So this is not the plan of a man. We are completely humbled with our entire team. People slept here. I understand the people from Nakuru said, Watch out to Nairobi and the Nyumbani to Chukwevitizao. People are hungry. 
I got videos of people praying at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. into 6 a.m. Do you know there are people who've been here since day one? They haven't gone home. So to all our volunteers, I want us to appreciate. I won't get another chance to do this. Let me appreciate all our volunteers. Thank you for the amazing work. All the worship teams, all the people that are doing things you cannot see. People who are cleaning the toilets so that you can have a better release. People who are cooking, people who are, thank you. All we can say is God bless you. And may you see things happen in your life. For your labor has not, labor of love has not been in vain. God who sees what you've done in private will reward you publicly. God bless you. Let me just share a few minutes. Because we want to see crutches come off people. We have faith we're going to see the blind see. And like I said on the first day, we are going to see the deaf here. So we're going to render these people jobless who are translating for those who cannot hear. When Jesus was opening ears, he just said, a father. Hmm. Today ears shall pop. You have to believe it. But even if you don't believe it, it'll happen. And this thing I've been told about Kenya and Christians is a lie because when I look at what is happening here I see witnesses I see witnesses now Paul is writing to the Ephesians if I can just deal with my text for a few minutes I don't have very much time with you because Apostle is already on his way I want to just close on this but but at a while miracles have happened we witnessed miracles while Apostle Kimani was speaking. We witnessed miracles while Dad Mark was speaking, while Bishop Masinda was speaking this morning. Miracles are taking place. It's the expectation, and that's what he said. So, this Ephesian church belongs to believers. These were people who had already come to know God. There were people who had already come to know Yahweh. I was in Nigeria, and I went for one of the meetings, and they told me, that usually what happens when we gather for the meetings, these meetings are so big that the people jam the signal of the phone company. So the phone companies have to bring their own masts. I said, Father, may that thing happen in Kenya. Uh, yesterday, Safaricom set up a mast here. Let me tell you. Please look at your neighbor for me. Say, don't play with the church. Mr. Chese, church is powerful. Church can change things. He says, I will build my church. The ownership of the church is not a man. So when you go opening your mouth against the church, let me tell you, you're not fighting a man. You're not fighting a man. He says, I'll build my church. Companies shift attention because of churches. My team went and spoke to the Chandaria group. And when they came and saw the people, they said, in our life, we have never seen people like this. 
Immediately, they gave things. You can go to the tent, pick up toilet paper. Because they saw the church and something in them said, give. When the church begins to play its role, the first act of the Holy Spirit, the first act of the Holy Spirit after the day of Pentecost, when the people began to increase as the Lord caused them to increase, the first thing the people began to see was that people began to give. So let me tell you something. I really love my spiritual father. He's been here saying, you won't leave me in debt. But let me tell you, Yahweh will not leave me in debt. Yeah. Cannot. With all these people here, but also with his hand, Yahweh is our provider. So I want you to know that church has entered a new phase. Does that mean the church wasn't doing anything before? I'll come to that in a minute. The Ephesian church was a place that had believers already. And Paul says he longs for the Ephesian believers to have the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that they can know three things. One is found in verse 17 so that they can have the knowledge of him. So not every time you find a believer do they have the knowledge of God. Paul is praying for believers and he says that they may have the knowledge of him. Knowing God himself. Knowing God himself. I pray you will live here knowing God himself. That you will have an encounter. I'm praying for some of your nights to be interrupted. I'm praying for you to begin to see what you've never seen. I don't want to see what I've seen before. Because God has not run out of ideas. He says, no eye has seen, meaning it is brand new. The knowledge of him. Secondly, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is this that God wants us to be? That you may know what are the um, riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So this points to the eternal plan of God, which is what I want to talk to you about. The gracious calling of God is a calling of us to be his sons. And these sons shall be his inheritance. Come with me. Before the foundation of the world, in eternity past, God has a will. In eternity future, God has an inheritance. And in eternity to come, that inheritance will be his possession. So Paul wants us to know what God's eternal plan is. To have a possession. In the past, he had a will. In the future... He has an inheritance. Listen to me. In the past, when he sat and conferenced with himself, he said, let us make man in our image. He had a will. But in the future, he has an inheritance. 
Paul is saying, listen, understand God's eternal plan. And the third thing is that for us to understand what the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. There is a power that comes to those who believe. So first you have the knowledge of him. Then you understand that he is raising an inheritance called sons. And then inside that, there is power toward us who believe. What power is that? The power God will use today to accomplish his purpose. The reason people will walk is not a man's power. The reason people will see is not a man's power. There is a power of God that is hidden in sons. We need to consider these things and have a revelation about God. I want God to change my life not by chance, but through the exact and true exegesis of his word. That I can understand this word and let this word change my life. I had my daddy preach. He said this Bible gave him a wife. This Bible gave him a car. This Bible took his children to school. This word has power. This word carries with it life. Ah, yeah, yeah. I want to move in such a way that I can attain the counsel of God. How do I do that? I must access the spirit of revelation. The realm of revelation falls with the aspect called mercy. There's a relationship between revelation and mercy. Revelation has to do with seeing. And because to Paul prayed that the eyes of their understanding be opened, my assignment here for these few minutes is very simple. I'm here to pray for people's eyes to be open. So that from today you can see. You can see what men don't see. He prayed for them, but that can only be accessed by the spirit of revelation. That the God of mercy, that the God of grace may cause the eyes of a man to be open. There was a man called Bartimaeus. He was crying out, son of Jesse, have mercy on me. The cry of mercy can help with the opening of eyes. We're going to cry. The realm of mercy. There are certain realms men operate in. I'll come to one called peace in a minute. Called shalom. A very powerful tool that sons carry. But the mercy of God is correlated to eyes opening. I want you to say at the top of your voice, Lord have mercy. You're almost there in pre-qualifying for eyes being opened, but you didn't say that loud enough. I want you to say it with conviction and with your inner man witness. Say, Lord, have mercy. Say, Lord, open my eyes. You see, Bartimaeus was trying to get his eyes open. And those who could see were trying to tell him not to open his mouth. The problem with neighbors sometimes is they don't want you to have what they have. So look at your neighbor and say, I can hear a commotion. I didn't sleep in this tent. 
to come and play around. I didn't come here at 4 a.m. to miss my miracle. Lord have mercy. And if you dare tell me to shut up, neighbor, I want you to know the more you tell me to shut up, the more I'm going to call on Yahweh. I have never, you've never listened. Some people have never been where you are. So they don't know what you've gone through. Some of them have never had a sick child. Some of them have never had a sick mother. Some of them have never been broke. But God is about to open somebody's eyes today. Formulas are about to change. Routines have got to break. Somebody shout, Lord, have mercy. Hey! I don't want to come out of Kasarani the same way I came in. This was not a waste of time. This was not a waste of space. Some of them have never had a husband who plays around. Some of them have never gone for 17 interviews and not had a job. Lord, have mercy. Some of them have never run a ministry for 15 years and only 20 people are inside. Lord, have mercy. Something has to shift in my life. Please find two people and tell them it's got to shift tonight. But I'm glad it's not dependent on your neighbor. It's dependent on a father who has no way of stopping. God is not going to stop what's coming to me today. Yahweh has chosen and has declared it is coming. Your neighbor cannot stop it. The person behind you cannot stop it. Shout one more time, mercy. Let the angels of heaven hear it say mercy. Mercy is going to find that cancer. Mercy is going to find that diabetes. Mercy is going to find those years. Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. The realm of mercy opens eyes. When I talk about eyes here, I'm talking about vision. The only miracle that we find Jesus praying for somebody twice is when it had to do with vision. When he asked a man, what do you see? He said, I see men as Jesus. Ah, come back here. Because you have to see clearly. You will see clearly. You will see clearly. Things that were obscure, those scales are going to fall off. You will see clearly. You will see who is stealing from you. You will see who is mocking you. You will see who has been patting you when you meet them but stabs you on the back. You will see. Somebody shout mercy. Please sit down. Please sit down. Sons of God. 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 In the spirit, there's no gender. I want you to go with me to Romans 8, 14. You see what the Bible says? In fact, I want you to give it to me in the amplified version. It says, 8, Romans 8, 14. I want you to see why this manifest theme came from. He says, for all who are led by the Spirit of God. There's one that says, for those who allow themselves to be led by the Spirit of God, they are sons of God. I pray at Kasarani tonight 
I'm talking to sons. The Bible says in verse 19 of the same chapter that the earth, the entire creation has been waiting expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known. Waiting for the revealing and disclosing of their sonship. I came to announce your sonship to the earth. Let me talk to the earth. Earth, you have been waiting. Creation, you have been waiting. All nature has been waiting expectantly and longing. I want to introduce you to sons of God. They are in Nairobi Kasarani right now. They are online right now. Earth, your wait is over. Creation, your wait is over. Kenya, your wait is over. Shout, I am a son. I want you to shout it until hell hears you. I am a son of God. Uh, now come with me. I have something to tell you. Please sit down. I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. I'm a son of God. When Paul passed through Athens, he saw a statue written to an unknown God. And he began to debate with the philosophers and the Greeks. And because they assumed all those other idols were gods, uh, he introduced this unknown God to them and they, they listened to him but he had to, re, he had to use that uh, particular idol to explain who God is. But the Ephesian church is not so. The Ephesian church had believers. So on the verge of what he's telling the Ephesian church, he's trying to make it clear that you can be a believer and you don't know God. When Jesus was departing the earth, he said, this is life eternal. That they should know the only true God. And who did send even Jesus Christ. So had they known him, they would not have needed these words. But Paul prayed for them and asked God to give them a spirit of wisdom. And revelation in the knowledge of him. A day has come when God is giving us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. So that he can begin revealing himself in a new way to this generation. May God reveal himself in a fresh way tonight for you. In a deeper way. Don't worry, I'm keeping quiet because I'm in prayer. I want you today to live here understanding clearly. Seeing clearly that you no longer need ideologies. You don't need feelings. Because you will truly know God. Ah. You won't go to church because you feel like it. You will go because you know God. <laughs> you won't prophesy funnily. You will prophesy as a son of God that knows God. You won't just 
appear in places and be taken lightly. You are a son of God and you will know God. Paul reached a place in Philippians. He says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. The power of his resurrection. You must know God's call and you must know God's inheritance. Paul is showing us that to truly know God's eternal plan and what he's doing for eternity, there must be a relationship between God's eternal plan, his calling us, his inheritance, and his power toward us. His calling, his inheritance, and his power. I'm coming home in a minute. From eternity to eternity, God has a plan. And the plan of God from eternity to eternity is that he wants sons. From eternity to eternity, God's plan is that he wants sons. Please come with me. Throughout history, if you read your scripture from the beginning to the end, God wants sons. He wants sons. Let me tell you, if you can grasp this matter of sons, you will walk out of here with some serious confidence. You will walk out of here. You will not walk out of here as Afrosinama continues shortly. No. You will walk out of here like a son of God. The drama in your life has been Afrosinama for too long. I am not abusing my Nigerian friends, and there are many, but it has been drama. Ewo, Oga, I thought you were coming to marry me. Do you mean it was just a dream? What are you talking? Your life will not be drama. The steps of a righteous son are ordered of God. You can't be walking to the wrong interview. Sons of God have discernment. They know which office they should report. Shout out my son. God is looking for sons tonight. And those sons must manifest. They must manifest. The things that have been manifesting in your lives are only demons. But sons can also manifest. Sons are going to manifest here tonight. In various categories, you're going to manifest. I want to show you some scriptures to show you. Go to Galatians 4 verse 6. Galatians 4 6. It says, because you are sons. Because you are his sons. Thank you, Jesus. Because you are his sons. God has sent forth the Holy Spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Why? Because you are his sons. Go to Hebrews 2.10. It says, it became him for whom all are all things and through him are all things in bringing many sons unto glory. I'm in Hebrews 2.10. 
in bringing many sons into glory. Into glory. When God's purpose is realized, there shall be many sons in glory. God's purpose is to obtain sons. And these sons in turn are his, are his inheritance. And he reveals that to us in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5. That he foreordained that on one hand. So that he can obtain sons. And on the other so that he can gain an inheritance. In this kingdom. There's a way. As you live here. Today is our last day. But it is the first day of new days. As you live here, I want you to know this kingdom, you will not walk funny after this. You will not talk funny after this. You will not look funny after this. You're carrying something. Uh, I want you to understand there's a way in this kingdom we sit. There's a way we stand. There's a way we walk. Look at your neighbor say, there's a way we walk. I want you to go to Psalms chapter 1 verse 1 and put it in the Amplified. It says, blessed, happy, to be envied. <laughs> it's the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. There's a way we walk. There's a way sons of God walk. You will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. It says that we don't stand in the path of sinners. There's a way we stand. There's a way we stand. We don't sit in the seat of the scornful. This kingdom has a culture about how we walk. There are some offices we will walk to and there's a way we walk into offices. There's a way we stand in some places. There's a way we sit in some places. My walk is changing. May your walk change to walk like a son of God. I don't know if you know how a son of God walks, but a son of God is confident that by the time you walk into a visa office, you are a son of God. If, if your brother Jesus is a king, then you are a prince. I've never seen a prince walk like this. Princes walk with confidence. We are going to walk out of here knowing that our healing has come. We are going to walk out of here knowing that our revival has begun. That Kenya has entered a new phase. Tap two neighbors and say, walk like a son. Talk like a son. Sit like a son. Don't sit as if you're scared. Sit on that chair. Sit on it like a prince. This land, we are the ones who shall decree what shall happen. There's been a lot of talk about Elijah here. There are certain things and systems that were in Elijah. There's a way we shall walk. There's a way we shall talk. Let me tell you, no company, no corporate, nobody will play with the children of God. You are the sons of God. When they come for you, the whole church rises and says, ah. When they try to put you down, we say, leave them alone. That is one of ours. Sons of God. You'll operate in realms you've never operated in. Last night, Apostle was talking about the three realms, about the realm of the intercessor, the realm of the wolf uh, that is clothed like a, the, uh, the sheep that is clothed like a wolf, and then the third realm of true riches. Let me tell you, I was tapping into all those realms. I said, ah, he said, 
I was waiting. I was, I was a bit confused when he was speaking because I said, I thought he's going to say you can only belong to one. Then at the end, he said you can be an intercessor or you can be a wolf uh, or you can be a, 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 a. Then he said, or oh, you can be all of them. I said, hey, connect me there. That's where sons of God belong. Hey! I used to hear in Nigeria when I go, I told you on the first day, I spoke on the first day, and I told you when I used to go in Nigeria, I used to see meetings like this. Then they told me, oh, even the people serving in the parking lot are CEOs, bank directors. I came here, I saw bank directors serving. I saw CEOs serving. I said, eh, eh, our day has arrived. Whoever was trying to put Kenya down, listen, I'm talking about intercessors sitting as CEOs, signing checks for banks like you've never seen before. I see revival is here. Sons of God that will walk into offices and embassies I got a call the other day. That's why I know I operate in all three. And it was from some Arab friends. And they were like, Julian. And these Arab friends, I won't tell you. I'll say they are Emiratis. And they are in the, in the family of the, the kings. And they told me, hey, remember those oil things we talked about? I think the time has come. I said, hey, I wonder who disturbed you to call me at this time? It was just two weeks ago. So I said, God, this is your meeting. And if I'm organizing your meeting, organize my business. Let me talk to somebody here. You cannot serve God and suffer. Sons of God. Ah, the grace of God that is coming upon your life will be a grace that will not cause you to suffer shame any longer. Let me speak to that thing called... Walking systems. May God open your eyes to see who you are. Walking systems. When you enter a car, it is privileged. Even if it is an Uber, it has just received a prince. When you enter a Matatu, they have to rename that Matatu Matatu number one. sons of God. I tell them, I have never gone to an embassy that has denied me a visa. How can you be denied a visa? The whole earth belongs to my papa. You're holding that embassy as a privilege from my papa. When I come to go to your country, you are privileged that a son of God that a son of God is going to visit your country. Let me tell you, the dimension of your grace is going to change tonight. Say, Lord, open my eyes. 
sit down. Sit down. I want to go somewhere with this. I'm almost done. Sit down. You have to know God's calling because you're a son. You must know the power of God. You must know the power of God that operates in your life. To know his plan and purpose. To know his great power will not just give you something objective, but it must give you something subjective. You must know the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. This power is great. This power is so great, but unless God opens our eyes, you will not be able to see how powerful that power is. God opened their eyes. They needed Paul to pray for them. That the spirit of wisdom and revelation would cause their eyes to be enlightened so that they can apprehend the greatness of the power. We're going to pray for you before this service is over that God will open your eyes. Paul says we have this treasure in earthen vessels. This power sits in sons. I need you to catch this understanding. This power sits in sons. I was speaking to Apostle Grace Lubega just the other day. He said, I can't tell you what's happening, but we are sitting for Thursday Bible studies. 35,000 people every Thursday. Hunger. 35,000 people. Bible study. Hey. Oh God, do it in Kenya. Some of you wonder how your children are going to look, stop getting addicted to drugs. They should be at a Bible study on a Thursday. Just chairs. I'm so proud of you Kenyans. You're standing, you're sitting. We are, this is the hunger God is going to make sure gets filled. Ah, it says, open your mouth and I will fill it. Thank you for being hungry, Kenya. May this not be the end. May this not be the end. May we begin continually. And what Apostle Lubega told me to tell you, he said, tell Kenya, it's not just a revival. It's a reformation. It's a reformation. Because it's going to come with something that will cause a bank CEO to be on his knees before the day starts. And a waiter to be on their knees before the day starts. At every corner, somebody will be praying just like Daniel. That you can come from a board meeting with Nebuchadnezzar. And you're discussing serious governmental matters. But at lunchtime, you say, wait. I need to go to the source of revelation. A new type of hunger is coming upon us. That you may know this power. May that be your portion today in the name of Jesus. This power, this power, this power. A person makes no progress unless he can know the power. The power. The power. The power. The power. The power. 
Ah, open their eyes, Father, that they may see the power. The power. The power. The power. Ombre da koshata la da ba koshata da da, bo koshata da da da, eke ba koshata. My God, open their eyes, open their eyes. Katata, madaba koshata. Oh, come on, Raman. The eyes. Come on, pray with me. Don't spectate. That God is going to open eyes tonight. That God is going to open eyes tonight. That God is going to open eyes tonight. Listen to me. We have prayed to see the days of Lester Samuel. We have prayed to see the days of Tia Losborn. In our time, we have prayed to see the days of Jokaio. I didn't want to hear the stories anymore. We said, Lord, do it in our day. You people want to provoke my faith now to another level. Who is this? Is this your husband? Is this your brother? Who is he? You could not see. You could not see. Stand up. The healing has begun. I want, leave him alone. Move away from him. I want you to walk there. Walk that way. Healing is beginning. Are you, are you able to come up these stairs without any help? Can you come? Father, I'm praying you completely restore his sight. Don't touch him. Don't touch him. Oh, that's your eyes. Ha, ah, Holy Spirit. Do it now. What happened? Since I was born. Since you were born. My eye has never seen tears, my light eye. Never seen tears? Yeah. And then? When you say that, uliposema kwamba machozi yatokea meritoka mimi. So the right eye started tearing. Yeah, this one. It has never tears. 
today for the first time in my life. Come on, church, lift up your hands. Are we going to believe God for miracles tonight? Pastor. Yes. When I came in this place, I've been serving here, but people didn't know that I have a problem of eyes. They, they didn't that, know because you wear these glasses. Yeah. But, uh, I was a security. Oh, they thought you were in security because yeah. you were wearing these Yes, glasses. I've been serving here since I came. Kupanga viti, pale kwa mulango ni mekua kwa gete, pale ni kitumia jicho moja. But I thank God because for the first time. Yes. Father, we believe the miracle of healing. Come on, pray with me. Lift those hands and pray with me. Thank you, Father, for opening this eye that has begun tearing. Let healing come upon him fully. In the name of Jesus, if you believe it, shout amen. amen. For the first time. Yes. <laughs> Repair. The work has begun. Come on, let's give Yahweh all the glory and all the praise. Let me tell you, sir. This day, today, is your day. Something has started happening. And God is going to open this eye. The tears are the first sign. This other eye is going to receive full recovery and full healing. In the name of Jesus. But I thank God today I have a testimony. Amen. And I will serve God forever. Amen. And ever. Amen. Amen. Come on, give God glory with me for my brother. I want to I want to tell you something. We are not done. We are not done. Can you sit him somewhere near? Because I'm coming back to you just now. God wants to finish this work. Do you believe it? God wants to finish this work. Yes. Uh, owner of KCM 359, you have locked your kids in the car. Please attend to them. KCM 359, and we love you, but please go with speed. Huh? At the VIP tent, KCM 359M, or maybe the children were inside and locked themselves. It's urgent. KCM 359M, please. Where's my brother sitting? Where is he? Memweka wapi? Ah. Can I just finish? Can I finish? 
There are some things God wants to release on us today. My time is almost up. The key today is seeing. That you may see. That you may see. The key today is seeing. That you may see. That God will open the eyes of your understanding. So that you can see this power. That was sitting on men like Elijah. Elijah had certain elements about him. One of the elements of Elijah is that he was a prophet. And that's why I believe as the prophets have been speaking over this land, God is releasing prophets in the land. Let me explain. Even for yourself, you will become your own prophet. That's why that Mark was telling you to say to yourself. That's why that Masindo was saying, speak to yourself. You shall be your own prophet. When you talk about the Elijah dimension, as he's been talked about so much, some of you are going to enter the prophetic dimension for your life. And you shall begin to say, you shall begin to say, you shall begin to say. The other element was touched on the other day is that Elijah was an intercessor. God is raising people who will not be ashamed to pray. They will not be ashamed to pray. Jameni mambo tunaenda nchi zingine tunaona watu wa dini zingine wanaenda wanajikaza mahali as long as they know the time has come. May we begin to see Christians asking for prayer rooms, demanding for prayer rooms in public places because we are going to pray. CEOs are going to make prayer corners. Watu wa mjengo tutaomba. We are going to pray intercessors may the spirit of the intercessor come upon you may the spirit of the prophet come upon you today i say you are the prophet of your home you're the prophet of your home you shall announce some things in your house and they shall begin happening today one of the things you're receiving is to be able to open your mouth and speak what god is speaking and say what god is saying then the intercessor in you shall arise. Just like Elijah. He was there praying. Gehazi kept coming back and saying there's nothing. He says go back. There's nothing. But when men pray. Elijah was a man just like us. With a constitution just like ours. But he prayed. Intercessors are going to pray. We are going to pray that company to create a position for you. You are going to pray for that business to bring that promotion back. You're going to pray for a door to open for your child for scholarship. We're going to pray for God to make a way for Kenya. Somebody shout intercessor. But there was something else on Elijah. I want you to see this power. The power of agreeing with God. But the third thing is that he was the exposer of Jezebel. The exposer of Jezebel. This requires a spirit of discernment. That God will give you the grace for exposing Jezebel. Jamenia. The exposer of Jezebel was a mantle that was sitting on Elijah. And he was able to identify the Jezebel of their land. May God raise men who can identify the Jezebels in their churches. Sons of God will identify the Jezebels of Kenya. Sons of God will identify the Jezebels of their homes and be able to remove them and scatter them by the power of Jesus. Every Jezebel in your life must receive notice today that something has come on you. 
the Jezebel in your office. I'm serving them notice. The Jezebel in your environment. I'm serving them notice. The Jezebel in your village. I'm serving them notice. The Jezebel in your finances. I'm serving them notice. The Jezebel in your mind. I'm serving her notice. Depart from the sons of God. Receive the anointing to expose Jezebel. Bible says Jezebel disguises as an angel of light. Every Jezebel coming for your pastor. God will give you eyes to see. This is a move of God. God is going to hold all of us accountable. Everybody that has risen to come against a move of God, may you receive the discernment to expose Jezebelic spirits. Even if they are the best voice in the worship team, may you receive their... Ah. Sorry, I'm not working on those who serve. I know your hearts are right, but some of them serve your pastor's tea with an eye. Some of them, <laughs> some of them are coming for your husband right now. There's something I'm breaking in the name of Jesus. Every Jezebel that has come to destroy your destiny, you are receiving the eye to see from a distance. You will go beyond the mascara. You will go beyond the weave. You will say, I know this spirit and God has given me discernment. You have come to short circuit my destiny, but I've received a mantle tonight to see those that are not with me. Somebody say, I receive it. Expose them. But he also had something else, this Elijah. He was called the destroyer of Baal. He was the destroyer of Baal and Baal's prophets. Ha. To be in that position, I don't know who taught us. They said, you have, it's that man. You have to be bold. Notice God, please. Notice God. Every time God is dealing with things that are already in you, he doesn't speak them over you. He calls them forth. Like, be bold. It's already in you. There's no other machinery. It was put in you. Be bold. Be courageous. Be fruitful. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything hindering your fruitfulness, I come against it in the name of Jesus. He was the destroyer of Baal and Baal's prophets. Who is Baal? Who is Baal? Please, I'm an apostle in the marketplace, so now I'm in my zone. Who is Baal? Baal is the is the is the is the god of mammon. He's the god of divorce, he's the god of self-mutilation. That's why I deal with my sons and daughters who think that mutilating their bodies is a cool thing. There's a God behind that thing. When Jesus was dealing with mammon, he was not comparing money with God. Please, God, how can Jesus compare money with God? There's a personality that Jesus was dealing with, a personality of influence behind money. He was dealing with a person. And he did not say you shall not. Every commandment is you shall not. Meaning, there's an element of choice. But when it came to mammon, he said you cannot... You cannot worship God and mammon. It's impossible. The two are completely opposite. Sons of God don't worship mammon. 
And so the destroyer of Baal comes to destroy Baal's prophets and ensures that anything that is in your heart that exalts self more than God is dead. Mammon. The destroyer of Mammon. The economic systems of this world have been ringed and ring-fenced against the children and the sons of God. This is why for every believer who writes a business plan, any other religion that writes it may go out there and have an easier time than a believer. Please come with me. The warfare waged against is against you because you're a son of God. Please come with me. In Genesis chapter 3 verse 15, a new revelation is shown there. God is giving judgment to Satan. And he decides to show where the enmity will be. I will put enmity between you and the woman. And between your seed and her seed. That tells me Satan has seed. And the woman has seed. But so that you know victory was given from the beginning. I want you to realize that there's a difference in the two seeds that you're seeing there. One seed is with a small s. The other seed is with a capital S. Ah. The DNA you belong to is already on top of the other one. I came to let you know you will destroy Baal and his prophets. Let me explain. It says you shall bruise his head. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. The enmity began here. So when you write a proposal to build a salon, and you wonder as a believer why your salon is always under attack, why your salon doesn't have customers, let me tell you, some of these people we do trade with, from Indians to Arabs, ah, I have Indians who tell me, come to my shop, I don't need you to do anything, just come, I have gifts for you. And they say, you know, every time you come, we just get customer. You're joking. Because they look and they realize you're a system. There's something about you that's different. Somehow when you walk in, things change. I've walked into restaurants. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about glorifying God. But I want you to see what comes in you. I've gone into restaurants and they tell me, we carry something. We carry something. And the greatest trick of the enemy is to let you think you're not a son. But you are a walking system. Listen to me, you're a walking system. You carry the system of God. You carry the shalom of God. What did Jesus say? He says, my peace I give to you. What is that? That's a system. What does peace mean? Exemption from trouble. Ah, when Jesus sent his disciples, I don't have time. He sent them and said, when you go enter the house and speak to nobody until you get to where you're supposed to go. And when you enter, say, peace be upon this house. What was that? You are announcing, let this house have stepped in. Be exempt from trouble. Exempt from trouble. And then he said, don't tell anybody else on the way. That means peace is an energy. That this thing is an energy. If you go telling everybody, you're wasting it. Go where it is supposed to be and release that peace there. You're a walking system. Somebody shout, I'm a son of God. From today, there are places that have had havoc. 
but you're gonna walk with this revelation that you're a carrier of peace you're a carrier of shalom and when you enter that place peace shall come peace shall come in your house because you're a carrier of shalom destroyer of Baal's prophets economic systems are tied to Baal when you go to New York when you go to some of these places you will realize a bull called Baal bull it sits on all those money exchanges there are things and trading some of you have never been cognizant of you think this war is just another war no the economic war is a war satan comes and shows jesus the kingdoms of the earth and the bible says and their glory the kingdoms have glory and he says to him if you will just bow down just this once you don't have to bow down many times just this once if you just lie on my thigh just this once if you bow down in this moment of time that's called aorist in a moment of time satan was telling jesus that <laughs> satan was telling jesus that uh, there's nobody here it's just you and me nobody will even know that you bowed if you just bow just once I will give you the kingdom. That means kingdoms respond to worship. I want to show you the relationship between what he said. You cannot worship God and mammon. And Satan takes Jesus to the mountain and shows him kingdoms. And the trade-off for kingdoms is worship. So when God is telling you to worship him in spirit and in truth, what he wants to give you is the kingdom. The kingdom responds to worship. Don't allow yourself to be promoted, to become a director. Now you don't have time to pray. Kingdoms respond to worship. Go ask Daniel. Kingdoms respond to worship. That three times a day, despite your busy schedule, kingdoms are responding. So Balboa is only uprooted by sons of God. I'm talking to the systems in Kenya. Let me tell you something. Those tradings you had on the seas that we were being taught the other day about trading on the seas, they're about to happen for believers. You did not hear me. Today, let me deal with, 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 with uh, the marketplace, Kingdom Matters. The tradings that are about to happen. Some of you are about to receive some Chinese friends, some German friends, some Korean friends, some American friends. You know why? New trade routes are about to be written. New agriculture contracts are about to be signed. After this revival, your hands cannot be idle. I think they're on this side. Your hands cannot be idle after this revival. I declare in the name of Jesus, everybody that was supposed to call you last year, that was supposed to call you two years ago, that was supposed to call you four years ago, I revive them in the spirit and I give them your phone number and I say, call them tonight. There are people coming in the kingdom we've never seen. 
a dimension of the grace of God in the marketplace that we've never seen. And let me tell you something. I'm declaring in the name of Jesus, you cannot be stopped. You did not hear me, you cannot be stopped. A rare anointing, a unique grace for the marketplace is coming upon some of you. The grace that causes investors to just say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I have to invest in you. Listen to me. Something is going to shift in our church members. You're receiving the grace for the marketplace. Somebody shout, I receive it. I was sitting in that community leader's place in Qatar. And this is a man that was talking with the emir and they were having conversations. He says, ah, Julian, sit here, my friend, sit here. So we sit in his big house and he has this big living room. And he doesn't mind me telling this story because I told him I have to tell the people of my kingdom because they don't know what we have. And I'm sitting there. And he's sitting there and we're talking. And they're doing trade that would baffle our economy. Trade, men talking, men, men talking, trade, ha, shatata. Men talking about trade that can clear our debt. Two men. Two men. You know, I went to Nigeria and I saw this kind of meeting. So all I needed was a picture. I said, God, if you can do it here, you can do it there. Now, God said the next dimension was not from the people in the church. I need to take you to another dimension of trade. So yesterday when Apostle was talking about the three, I said, hey, hey, you have located my address. This triple tripartite dimension. I sat there and I was listening to these people talk about trade. So we sat there and we were so many of us, but I was the guest of honor. Hey, hey. Because there are some doors God will open for you. Listen to me. When Dad Masinde found me in America, I was a waiter. I was a waiter. He saw something in me. You need fathers that can see something in the children. He saw something in me. One of the prophets who came to Houston, daddy said to me, I see a meeting with multitudes that you will never believe. I was a waiter. Some of you are in a place right now, you're wondering, will God ever do it? Let me be an answer for your prayer. God is going to do something for you that will blow your mind. And we're sitting there. So I, I said, there were people coming in. They go, people, many people into his house just kept coming. So we were in this banquet area. They have, in, in those Arab countries, they have low chairs. So I'm seeing people coming. I saw over 300 people come, come, go. It was 1 a.m. I said, boss, may I have to ask you a question? I've seen so many people coming. It's past midnight. People are just coming. People are going. People are coming. People are going. I said, what's going on? He said, oh, as a leader of my community, People can come into my house, shower, and eat. And for three days, I'm not allowed to ask them who they are. I said, what? He said, yes. He said, that's how our kingdom operates. I said, ah. I said, what did you say? He said, yeah, they can come here for three days. I'm not allowed to ask them. I can't ask them who they are, who their mother is, who their father is. They can come, shower, hot water, Take food, eat, go out. I said, on this earth, there are people behaving like this. Let me tell you, we have a kingdom. And that's when I knew the next dimension of the kingdom is to build cities 
We are community leaders who will be able to sit and ensure there's no unga problem in the community. There's none among us with need. Listen, it's a dimension of our kingdom that when the Holy Ghost came upon them, the first move of the Holy Ghost was that people became givers until none of them had a need. Ha! Huh. The first mess in the first church was mammon. It was when the disciples began keeping the portion for the widows and the Gentiles for themselves. This mammon thing is dangerous. And persecution came upon them because they chose to keep what belonged to other people. Listen, the mantle of Elijah is a destroyer of Baal's prophets. And so the spirit of mammon tonight is broken over all of us in the name of Jesus. But there's another quality as I close. It's called the eliminator of ambiguity. It was on Elijah. What do I mean? God showed me that we are going to call on fire from heaven. If Elijah had called fire from heaven and fire didn't come, they would have laughed at him. They would have laughed at him. God told me we are not going to be laughed at anymore. Listen to me. A miracle will be a miracle. There's no miracle of unaona vidolengapi. Person says tattoo. No. Miracles will be miracles. The eliminator of ambiguity is a mantle that comes on people where there is no doubt that God is with you. That God may open your eyes so that the things you do from today, when Nehemiah was done building, they said, truly, God was with this man. May you do things until people say, God was with this man. I declare over your life that God is with you. Somebody shout, God, open my eyes. Shout, Lord, have mercy. I can't hear you. Say, Lord, have mercy. The eliminator of ambiguity. No more double-mindedness. But you shall also become the practitioner of the supernatural. My final prayer for you is that you will become the practitioner of the supernatural. May supernatural become natural for you. Daddy, I asked God, please, Father, the next drama feast, let us have a venue owned by the church. I was shocked. Please listen to me. I was shocked when I was looking for venues for this event. After we finished checking, the largest venue for our events was 6,000 people in Nairobi. Here. 6,000. That's our faith. After that, you have to go to the stadium. There's no building that can handle more than 6,000 people in Nairobi. Somebody shout error. error. This thing is not for foreign countries. May we see 10,000, 20,000 cities? Listen, I've heard people say that um, as we prefer the small church, yeah, you know, God gave different gifts to men. <laughs> Me, my desire is to see people flock into churches that have fire. May what we are seeing here become one church service. Yeah. 
May what we are seeing here become one church service. May some of you move in gifts of supernatural dimension that people will come to see you from afar and men will give until you need no more. May that be your portion in Jesus' name. May you be the lender and not the borrower. May you be above and not beneath. May you open great kingdom ventures in the name of Jesus. Supernatural. Supernatural. May supernatural become natural to you in the name of Jesus. And now finally to my point, God, now, now is the moment why I ask my brother to stay here. I'm going to ask God to open eyes. Some of you have never seen yourself in the light of who God sees. Some of you have never believed who God called you to be. But today, God is going to open your eyes. Elisha prayed for the servant that God would open his eyes. That was a prayer for a servant. Paul prayed for Ephesians, believers, that the eyes of their understanding, you have seen yourself as a locust, too small, but today I'm praying that the grace that opens eyes will hit this place, that men will receive revelation of who God is, by receiving that revelation and by knowing the power that works in him, you will understand the power that works in you. Are you ready for eyes to be open? Some of you are going to see your future. Tapping into the supernatural. Some of you are going to see your future. Some of you are deleting parts of your past. Some of you are being elevated right now. Some of you have never known who God has called you to be. But as I begin this prayer, you will begin to see who you are. Father, open their eyes. Open the eyes of their understanding so that they can see who you've called them to see. You're not a waiter. You're a kingdom billionaire. You are not just a servant. God is about to elevate you. Father, now I pray. Open their eyes in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Everybody lift your hands in this place. Begin to open your mouth and pray. Let the Spirit of God begin to open eyes right now in the name of Jesus. Because of time, I'm not going to call anybody here. Eyes be open. Eyes be open. Eyes be open. In the name of Jesus. Let healers manifest in this place. Let prophets manifest in this place. Let those that carry the gifts of the Holy Spirit, let your eyes be open. Church, come on, open your mouth. Declare over your life, my eyes shall be open. I shall see the goodness of the Lord here in the land of the living. I see myself in another place. I see myself finishing. People are praying, soft music. Eyes be open, eyes be open. I see you, prophet, I see you. Eyes be open, satata. I see you, I see you with that ministry. Your eyes are opening. See your vision, write it down plainly so that those who see it may run. I see you financing kingdom projects.
I see you. Your bank account is empty right now. That's not your definition. I see you. I see you. I see you changing destinies. I see you changing ministries. I see you opening 20 churches and looking for pastors to go and preach. I see you. Kingdom changers. Kingdom builders are here. I see men doing trade in the seas. I see men doing things they never imagined possible. I see pastors building cities. Ay, 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 I see you settling God's people in houses. The issue of settlement is going to be a church issue. The issue of settlement is going to be a church issue. I see the church, the kingdom of God, opening enterprises, opening malls, opening businesses. Nobody thought we could open. I see you. Open their eyes, Father. Let them see that they, that he who is with them is greater than he who is against them. Let them see. Let them see. Sons of God manifest. Sons of God manifest. Ay, 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 Sons of God manifest. Let his power become manifest in your life. Katata. Karabako. Come on, my brother. Come on. Shatata Kaba. Sons of God. Manifest. I have four, four minutes. Sons of God are manifesting. Let me speak to the marketplace. I speak to the Indian industry. Get ready for sons of God. I speak to engineering industries. Get ready for sons of God. I speak to the banking sector. Sectors of economy. Get ready for the sons of God. The issues of debt in this country will be handled by the genius of the sons of God. The issues of hard times in this nation shall be handled by sons of God. Sons of God, manifest. Tonight we go. Tonight we go to another level. Tonight we go to a new realm. Tonight we go to a new realm. I command you go. I command you go. The church is ready. The nations are ready. The buildings are ready. The people are ready. Sons of God. You shall see. Before this coming week is over, you shall see. Ah. You shall see men coming to look for you. Bring me that mobile phone. You shall see. You shall see. 
I'm using this phone as a point of contact. You shall see the people who shall begin calling you. Ah, every time your phone rings, it's bad news. I declare you shall see new phone numbers, new conversations, new agreements. You shall see ah, the hand of God is coming upon people with power and people with authority. You shall get some phone calls before the end of tonight. You shall see the power of God in that kiosk. You shall see. I use the anointing in the marketplace to call customers into your shop. Those hands that you're stretching, put up Psalm 90:17. Those hands are gonna do what you've never seen. Uh, according to the word of God, may God establish the work of your hands. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. May the favor of God rest on us. Young people, listen to me. The favor of God is coming upon you. You shall do things that will cause you to move with speed. In less than two months, some of you shall see resources for those things you're believing God for. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I close tonight by leaving you with this one prayer. I want you to ask God for the impossible. He says in his word, be extravagant. Ask for the moon. Go to Isaiah 7:11. Thank you, Pastor Liz. In the message version, Isaiah 7:11. Let me show you how this power works. How some of us have made it. We've asked for anything. You children of God must believe that God is a reward of those who diligently seek him. He says, ask for yourself a sign. We are living here. Give me the message. Ask for yourself a sign. We are living here asking God for something. He says, ask for a sign from your God. Ask for anything. He says, be extravagant. Ask for the moon, Akadaba, sons of God. Sons of God. There was a man that looked at the sun and said, Son, stop. For the sun to stop, the moon had to stop. The solar system had to stop. The galaxies had to stop because the son of God was talking. Somebody shout manifest. Shout one more time, manifest. Tonight as we come for the final close, may every prayer be answered in the name of Jesus. Sir, rise. Rise. You shall see. You are seeing. Go on your own. God is with you. You are seeing. In the name of Jesus.
I know people are, I'm feeling the anointing. People on crutches, the healing has already begun. People on wheelchairs, it has begun, but it's for tonight. Are we ready? Apostle is already here. I can feel the anointing. It's tonight. Something's going to happen in your house, in your family. Listen to me. Rema Feast 2023. Rema Feast 2023. Are you coming? Are you coming? By next year this time, hear my pronouncement. There will be at least three venues in Nairobi that can host a meeting like this. And all of them shall belong to the kingdom of God. At least three. Servants of God, I hope you've heard me. I'm trying to speak prophetically to you. I, by this time next year, we shall build places for services for 50,000 people. It shall be so. And God shall do it. Apostle Kimani, thank you for being a principality in Nakuru. We call forth the Nairobi principalities. The Meru principalities. The Mombasa principalities. Go deal with those marine spirits. Shut them up and tell them to go to another country. The Kisumu principality shall rise in the church. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I know we are in the last stretch, but I want you to put your hand above your head and give God all the glory that is due to his name. Amen. 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 I want to hand over to the worship team. I'm sensitive about what has to happen here. Are you bringing apostle? All right. Listen to me. Tonight, I want you to be expectant. I want you to pull everything. These graces that are sitting here, I recognize them. And everything that has happened here has been because of a combined grace. Grace sits on men for men. So, the combination of these graces tonight, theologians, miracle workers, prophets, teachers, the anointings here, the price that has cost some of us to be here is beyond people's imagination. But God is on the throne. So come tonight and get ready for your miracle. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. See you in 2023. In Jesus' name.